Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. First time we met Stefan Diggs in person, that was at the Minneapolis uh, Super Bowl. And uh, we had a lot of fun with him. We've stayed in touch with him. Obviously, he is now with the Buffalo Bills. And uh, the wide receiver joining us on behalf of Downey Unstoppables, you know, if you're going to represent Downey, you better look clean. Let's uh, say hello to Stefan yeah. Diggs, who joins us on the program. Yeah. Looking good. Looking good. Clean. Looking clean. 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 How you doing? Yeah. You want to pull the uh, microphone up there to you? Yeah, I got it. All right. We had that awkward moment where he went to shake my hand, I, I went to give him dap, and then, then I had... It's a little early. It's still what early. Is, I'll give him to him. What is policy, though? With Do you start with dap, or do you start with hand, I handshake? Start, I start with uh, dap, typically, just because you never know how clean people's hands are. And I'm a big oh. but it, But if I like you, I might. Oh. I might. Okay. But you gave me it. I kind of forced the handshake yeah. when I met you earlier today. So, so we're half and half. Right? All right. Just want to make sure. I, I don't, do like you. I don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to get called for encroachment there. So just, just want to make sure. Which is colder, Minnesota or Buffalo? Uh, it's Minnesota still. Uh, Buffalo gets a lot more snow, but Minnesota I'll never forget. Just because my first year I was outside and. You know, M&T Bank Stadium, it was fun, but it was damn sure cold, I tell you. But, but, but don't you think that would be a great home field advantage if, in Minnesota to have out, outdoors? Well, I had uh, Buffalo. It's all. It's been, you know, we've had inclement weather, like, the past couple of years. So it's like we do have an advantage when guys come in and it's cold. And, you know, when Miami comes or somebody like that that doesn't play in the cold. So, yeah, a little bit of advantage. But – do, should we factor in where you play and what weather you play in when we look at your stats when your career's all over? 100%. I mean, I feel like if we had a nice indoor, I think we're working on something right now, uh, you know, it would be a little different. But we, we're out there making it work. You know, the other team is just as slow. So, How uh, long is it going to take to build that new stadium? I, I'm no stadium expert. Or maybe, maybe a year and a half. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> a year. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, wait. Nobody talked to you about this stadium? I think that's above my pay grade. Oh, okay. 
But you could be curious. I want to ask more questions, but then again, I, you know, good things come to those who wait, right? Okay, but oh. how long's your contract for? I think I got a couple years. Okay. I just don't want them to get the stadium completed and, and I'm long gone. Then you're gone. Then you're in Miami or something. <laughs> <laughs> I asked I asked Debo Samuel if we lined up all the receivers, everybody in the NFL, who's winning a hundred meter dash? Is that a real question? Yeah. I mean, T- Tyreek Hill. Like it's not even saying. a it's not even a question. Yeah, it's not that. Like he's a, he's a real he's a real special talent. He got a different kind of speed. So, and it's a lot of fast guys in the league. When it's a lot of fast guys, you still got to look at a guy like who's really separating at a high level. Okay. Who's the second fastest guy in the NFL? His counterpart next to him, <laughs> Jalen Waddle. Waddle. <laughs> I mean, he's in a mix, and I, I like Turpin too from the Cowboys. Yeah, he plays more like return man, but he's extremely fast too. It, could you put together a four by one hundred relay team, and maybe medal in the Olympics? Nah, nah, no, because the track the track is just a different. It's real speed out there. I, I feel like the guys that. Are in the league, they're fast, and I, I'm, I'm behind them 100%, but uh, that track speed's different. Wait, you don't think Tyreek – now, I tried to set up Tyreek versus Usain Bolt. Yeah. And, and, and I thought if I did 60 or 70 meters, Tyreek could take Usain Bolt. I agree with that. Not 100. I agree with that. Because once Usain gets those long legs yeah. going, then yeah. he's gone. I, li- I like Tyreek on the 60-meter way. So you think he, he – yeah. because he, real chance. Yeah. yeah. He only separated towards the back end. He used to beat everybody by – what, 10 meters, I guess? Yeah. Those legs get to turn, and it's kind of hard to you know, stop. But Tyreek could probably do that to yeah. defensive back. That's my guy. Yeah. That's your guy? Yeah, I like him. All right. Uh, um, Justin Jefferson got Offensive Player of the Year? Yeah. He deserved it. You okay that. with that? He deserved it. Okay. I watched him close. He had a great year, especially from the receiver position. I also feel like, uh, you know, coming from a – You want um, to pull that a little closer to you? Coming from an off- offensive-driven team, like uh, their head coach was an offensive guy. You know, that plays a huge part in, like, Offensive scheme and what they're doing. So, but no um, competition, like between I mean, wide receivers. It's tough. I mean, he was he was he was getting a lot of targets too, and you know, only people that were really touch the ball as much as him was the quarterbacks. So, I mean, I feel like he deserved it a hundred percent. Could you feel like uh, America was rooting for you guys this year? Oh man, a hundred percent from the beginning of the year, uh, even from the previous year. Uh, I feel like everybody went in with the right mindset of just like, man, this year Buffalo should win it and, and do what they're supposed to do. So. And then with everything that happened, like the trials and tribulations, we had a ton of injuries. We had things happen at the end of the year. I feel like uh, it's like that feel-good story that you want so bad. Everybody wants that feel-good story. But sorry, but, you know, we live in the real world, too. <laughs> well, it, it, it was like a Disney movie. It yeah. just didn't have a Disney ending. Yeah, it's like more so like a nightmare, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you describe the feeling that last game you walk off the field? It was just disappointing. Um, damn, damn sure frustrated, you know, everybody really putting a grand scheme of things of uh, how long a year is, you know, and our, our year was damn sure. I mean, it just felt that much longer with everything we had to go through and endure. So uh, it just utter disappointment, frustrated, and it was like, well, shit, we did all this for this? And it seemed just like, seemed like a little bit not real. Like when, when we lost and I was just like really like uh, trying to let it register that, like, damn, that's what we just did out there. So it was, it was damn sure frustrating and disappointing. Yeah, and I understand your frustration. Yeah. And everything's on camera. Yeah. So we see you and, and uh, Josh yeah. on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather that, you know, you had passion there than that it didn't bother you. I know that, yeah. you know, you've probably been asked about it, looked at it, talked to Josh about it. Yeah. 
But what, looking back on it, what should we know about that moment where you two, where you had words with him? Well, looking back, um, it was it was just a it was just a you know that season that kind of like shook out the way it did. I feel like the first nine weeks we had a we had a kind of like a formula, like a recipe for winning, and uh, we kind of got away from it on the back end. You know what I'm saying? We we were we were creating creating ways to win, but and just how we were winning wasn't as smooth as the first nine weeks. Yeah. So, uh, and I kind of attested that just throughout the season, you know, we had a lot of ups and downs and um, individually just trying to keep them things, keep things tied together. It's just, it was just some crucial moments in the, in the year that uh, like late in the, late in this, late in the season, you know, late in the fourth quarter, it was opportunities and we didn't take advantage of. So I feel like, um, like that last, that last, uh, I guess, series or that last play when you saw frustration it wasn't necessarily just that play but those moments built up to it like culmination it's exactly it's it's and for me it was uh up to this point like we've seen quarterback and receivers as far as like tandems and guys who play at a high level and every quarterback has their guy you know in those moments like you you are the guy you know what i'm saying and up to this point i've been the guy uh, for my team and uh, for my quarterback so in those moments of course i want the ball you know what i'm saying i don't i'm never apologize for that i I'll show you a, a good loser. I'll show you a loser. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. at the end of the day, um, like in that moment, uh, it was fourth and whatever. Of course, I was one-on-one on the backside, and I wanted to put us in a position to win. So, um, you know, I'll never apologize for passion because we kind of – we forget about this game, I guess. Like, in, you know, some people say, like, oh, don't be a sore loser or, you know, it's hard not to be frustrated. So for me, I always look at it as earlier in that season, we had a, um, we had a real scare. You know, we had something that, you know, we – Never thought we'll see 99.9% the thing with DeMar, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of like put things in perspective for a lot of people and it came, became real. That slim change became real for everybody. We saw it. So it kind of seemed like uh, we forget how much uh, we're putting into this game until moments like that happen. And so when it's moments like where we lose and people try to tell you to have, be a good sport or you know, pat you on the back. Like, this isn't Little League Baseball. Nothing against Little League Baseball. <laughs> this isn't Little League they, Baseball. They get mad too. Yeah, I see. I see. They get mad too, Stefan. I see. So I was just like, uh, I just want people to really be reminded of how serious this game is and how much, you know, people are putting into each and every day. I train year-round for 17 weeks uh, or 20 weeks. So uh, in a moment of frustration, I just always want that to be like, in the forefront. He's uh, Stefan Diggs, the Buffalo Bills wide receiver. When DeMar goes down, yeah. I mean, the game is so fast, then everything slows down. Yeah. And then everything stops. And it's a weird reaction because you're not used to anything. Like, nothing slows down in the NFL. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, you see your teammate on the ground. Like, what's the first thing you're thinking? I just got kind of like a little bit of chills right now. Maybe just because it's cold. <laughs> I'm not sure. But... um I remember vividly, kind of happened right, right in front of my face because typically sometimes I get off the bench to support the defense. So I'm looking, and the way it kind of happened so fast, he fell, and the guys that were behind me, like, I thought somebody pushed him, and he just, like, you know, like, you flop or you go on the ground. But then he didn't move. So it was it was just a moment of just, like, I don't know, like, um, like the world stopped. Like, it's perfectly, when you say the world stopped, you could damn near hear a pin drop in the stadium. It's just, like, because somebody, everybody knew something was wrong. It wasn't as simple as, like, uh, he didn't get up or he had a concussion. So um, I tell you now, when our teammates kind of rallied around him and got into a circle, it was more so to try to protect him so people couldn't see. But the fact that the people that could see really saw, you know what I'm saying? So when you were up close and personal with it, it's something that we, I don't wish on anybody, you know what I'm saying? But what are you seeing when you're looking at him? 
Well, like at first, like it, uh, when I saw him, I'm sorry, this might a little be a, be a little graphic, but it was like some blood coming from his mouth, and it was like I was like, it seemed like somebody hit him or something like that. I was like, nah, like something wrong. So uh, when the medical staff, shout out to the medical staff, um, they rushed over there. It seemed like they knew something was going on. So we rallied behind them and kind of like circled up, and you saw, you saw him low key go, come back, go, come back, and um, something odd. I mean, you, I've, I've had experience with life and death. Uh, I've seen death, like, but it's just like for your teammate and it just happens so fast on a football field, it's like this. It's like, damn, what, what the hell is going on? Like somebody help, somebody help. And it's like, uh, you just want to see something good happen. And it was, it happened and it didn't. And then it happened. And finally, um, things kind of like a little bit turned the corner. And then, you know, football was just in the air for a second. It's like this damn, like we forgot all about football for a second. What was it like? First time you saw him afterwards? Oh, uh, well, I saw him in a hospital. You know was he all hooked up to? Yeah, it was. It was a scary sight. Uh, I'm not big on hospitals, and that's just a personal thing. Because um, last time I seen somebody in a hospital was my father, and I kind of saw him in a similar state. Uh, okay. So when I saw him, I, it was it was real triggering. But um, it was like some some life of hope to be like, all right, he's at least uh, manageable right now. Or trying to get to be manageable. So, but when he came um, back to the facility, oh yeah, it was like a breath of fresh air. Like uh, I don't know, it's like I don't know how many cookouts you've been to. How many cookouts have you been to? Have you been to any cookout? Well, Marvin is inviting me to. Okay, a cookout. you are. You going to the cookout? I'm going to the cookout. Marvin, Marvin, tell tell Stefan the playlist that you have. Yes, yeah, so I usually do a playlist yeah. on like Fridays because I was saying like, look, when you go to a cookout. The music know. is so important. Yes, yes. Right, so you play that uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze, okay, yeah, Before I Let Go, yeah, Never Too Much. I let go. Yeah, I told him. It's the black version of Don't Stop Believing. For Journey, right? Yeah, he's invited to the yeah, cookout. He's, so, he's coming. Yeah. I guess. So this is what it's like. Uh, when you're invited to the cookout, you go to the... Sorry, I'm setting the stage. But when you go to the cookout, you might see an old cousin that you haven't seen in some years. Yeah. And it's like... Like cousin, like so nice to see you. So that's what it. That's what kind of. But, but, but was could like. you hug? Like, were you nervous about hugging Demar? Nah, nah, because he was moving around. Oh, so okay. I was like, I figured, like, I mean, I wasn't going to squeeze him or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave him a okay. hug. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, tell us what you're doing with Downey. Oh, I'm here on um, behalf of Downey, uh, Unstoppables. Uh, I'm all about looking. Clean and fresh. And no, you look good. Little, you yeah, look clean. My, yeah, you look good. One of my suits I had in my closet. So I'm all about, and smelling fresh. I like to smell good. So right. it's like perfume for your clothes. It just, right. you know, you might not, and it was to clean your clothes. Let me uh, be clear about that, but it will have you smelling fresh. Now, is, does your shirt have digs on the collar? No, nah, that's Dior. Oh, Dior. <laughs> you see, I had to jab him. My bad. I said, hey, you might get one of those at the cookout, though. You might have some stuff that happens at the cookout. Okay, Dior. Yeah. You got to get digs. I know, I know. I'm not that cool yet. You're not? <laughs> no. Nah, Who could do that in the NFL? You could do it. Well, I could, but I'm not in the NFL. Like, Lord, could Mahomes do it? I don't know. He's. I don't know if that's his swag. He's like Joe Burrow could do it. Joe, Joe, cool. I give you hundred percent. I'm going. I'm going. Ahead. Are you okay? Are you okay with Joe's outfits that he wears? Yeah, I love. I love his swag. I love his swag. Like literally, he comes in. A, he he walks in the stadium. How, if I was a quarterback, I would want to walk in the stadium. You know, he, Joe, cool. 
You got to be a a damn good quarterback if you're a white guy coming in with stuff like that. Well, stuff I, like well that. I actually I heard you play a little quarterback. A little bit, yeah. You, high school, you high school, yeah. Oh, what made you switch over? You didn't. I didn't like when they hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, I get you get the red jersey yeah, in practice. Yeah. I have to take the red jersey off. <laughs> and and I'm not Josh Allen. Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't take contact I like it, that. I get it. I get it. Uh, all right. So Downey Unstoppables and um, let's see, uh, partner with a mystery celebrity hidden under a sweatshirt washed in Downey Unstoppables? Yeah. To be revealed during uh, the Super Bowl? Okay. Soon come. Right. I actually brought you something, too. What, what do you got? Can't be as cool as the No. Thing, no. Do you have me? Oh, you got a... Because you're my good friend I, I, and I'll, I got a, a chain here? And you're invited to the cookout? Yes, you got to have something to wear to the cookout. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know if I can wear... This to the cookout. Downey Patrick. Yeah. DP. <laughs> you're, Dan, you're one chains. Right. Oh, he's one chain. <laughs> one chain. Right. One chain at the cookout. One chains at the cookout. All right. All right. Downey Patrick is coming to the cookout. He's ready. If I walk into the cookout like this and I go, Thank you, Dan. I'm going to love you. Home. They're going to love you. They're going to say, Okay, I see you. I see you with your ice. Pimping ain't easy. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. What's up, home slice? Uh, uh, hey, thank you for you know joining us during the year, and, and you know I know it didn't end well, but you're always one of our favorite guests. You so you're uh, you're just a fun person. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you guys. So it's Downey Unstoppables. He's Stefan Diggs. The twelve weeks of freshness. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Justin Herbert, the Chargers quarterback, joining us on the program. Good morning, Justin. Uh, what's the setup going to be for Super Bowl Sunday for you? Um, I'll just be with my fam- my family and friends, probably just watching the game. Um, you know, I haven't watched too much of the playoffs, but, uh, you know, it'll always be a good game between those guys. How tough is it to not watch or to watch a game? Um, you know, as an NFL player, you, you want to be in those games. You want to be able to play deep into the playoffs. And unfortunately, it didn't go our way this year. Um, but we know that we've, we've got the guys and we just have to keep putting in the hard work this offseason. Um, so looking forward to the opportunity this year. Okay. But let's say a relative says, Justin, why aren't you playing in the Super Bowl? What are you going to say at the party? Well, I, probably, I would just probably explain, you know, what, what, what went down. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't make it. Um, you know, these two teams worked really hard to be no, there. No, no, no. Um, you so you kick them out of the party is what you do, Justin. You say, that's a stupid okay, question. Yes. Come on. Can't you see I'm hurt here? I'm I'm not playing in the game. That's what you need to say. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll make sure to do okay. that. Okay. All right. Uh, you played the Chiefs twice. If Jalen Hurts called and said, all right, help me out here. What do I do? What do I not do? What would you say? Yeah, I would say be ready for pressure. You know, they, they've done a great job of disrupting the passer. Uh, they'll bring different looks. Um, you know, they, they've got some really impressive guys on the front seven that are able to get after the, the passer. And so they're going to be able to do a bunch of different coverages. They're going to they're gonna blitz a diff- bunch of different guys. Um, and so you just have to be ready for all those different protections. Okay, you go to the line of scrimmage. The first person you look for is who? Uh, you got to be aware of where Chris Jones is, um, especially where he lines up. They're able to move him around. So, well, as big as he is, he's not hard to find, though. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's the biggest guy on the field. Uh, probably the most athletic. So, uh, definitely tough to watch. Okay, you look back on the how many how many times did he sack you during the season? Um, I can't remember the exact number. I think uh, one or twice. Okay, once or twice. Okay, did he land on you? No, no. That's a big guy, though. And, and you know what's weird, though, Justin? I, I was talking to uh, uh, Marcus Spears, and I, he said, you know, everybody thinks about Aaron Donald, and they forget about Chris Jones, or everybody thinks about Bosa and uh, even Hassan Reddick. But Chris Jones just quietly goes about disrupting a game. Yeah, and I think one of the best things that he does is he's able to line up at D-tackle, D-end. They move him around, and, and that makes it so tough on the offense of, of knowing where he is, being able to slide the protection to him, but he, he's so disruptive, and he's done such a great job for so many years. Kurt Warner has said before he loved when he was blitzed because then he sort of knew where the mismatch was. Does that follow what you uh, your philosophy yeah, I totally understand what he's saying. You know, when they bring more guys in the pressure, uh, there are less guys in coverage. And so you got better one-on-one matchups. Uh, you might have more routes open. Um, and so just being able to have things downfield, I think, is, is super helpful for an offense. What was tougher, losing Mike Williams or Rashawn Slater? 
Ooh, uh, those are two really fantastic players. Uh, losing both is, is never fun or losing one is never fun either. Um, you know, they're two huge pieces of our offense um, and very tough to replace. No, you didn't answer the question. Come on. Um, this is another radio show. I mean, you know, other. you know, the rules here, you know, the rules. Um, you know, they, they, they're, they're two of the best <laughs> to, to do it. I don't know if I can pick one over the other. No, you <laughs> pick your left, you pick your tackle, you, you know, because if you can't throw the ball, it doesn't matter who you're throwing the ball to. Mike Williams understands that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one way of looking at it. I think Sean's very important. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm Chris Jones right now. I'm putting some pressure on. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've done a good job. Okay, do you look back? Season ends. When do you look at the tape for this uh, past year? Uh, we, we've watched all the games. We've okay. watched the Jacksonville game. Um, and, you know, that's something that we'll continue to watch um, the next couple of months. Um, but uh, now it's it's a new offense that we're going to be able to learn and, and kind of get into that. So uh, there's going to be a lot to do this offseason. Okay, what is the new offense going to be like? How is it different from last this past season? Um, you know, that's that's one of those questions that we have to address in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, Kellen was recently hired, and, and we'll get going here pretty soon. I know he's super busy figuring out um, everything that's going on with coming to a new team and, and establishing, you know, his presence here, but uh, really excited to be able to work with him and, and get to know all about what he does. Do you care who wins on Sunday? Um, I'm just hoping for a good game. Um, you know, I, I think they're two really, really good football teams. I uh, got a lot of respect for both teams played the Eagles last year. Uh, we know how good they are and, and how good that defense and offense is. So um, just looking for a good game. Yeah. But do you want somebody from your own division to win? Um, as a competitor, no, but, uh, you know, it's not really my place to, to root for one team over the other. Yeah, but I, I can't root for the Chiefs if I'm in their division. Yeah, I mean, we, we got a lot of respect for them. You know, they're a really good football team. Um, you know, Jalen and Patrick, they're, they're both really good quarterbacks, so it'll be fun to watch. I'm trying to get you off your spot. You know what? You're, you know, you're just giving me these uh, answers that somebody, you know, and you're shaking me off is what you're doing right now. Kind of like a baseball uh, what you know, happened? catcher. But, uh, Did, you played baseball, right? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I couldn't hit those 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, though. Were you any good? Um, I used to throw the ball really hard, but that's, all, that's about all I had was fastballs. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't have any off-speed pitches. Yeah, they sit on those fastballs after a while, and, and they can catch up to those things. How fast could you throw? Um, I don't know. I, I never really got the... Um, you know, the actual number, I, I thought I threw pretty hard, um, but I guess high school is, is one thing, so uh, never made it past there. So I think that tells you all you need to know. Well, if you throw 90 in high school, that's like, you know, throwing 95 or so in, in uh, the majors. So you probably threw 90 miles an hour. I'd like to think I got up there. I don't know if I can actually say that I did or not. Um, it felt like I did. I threw I threw pretty hard, but... About all I had. We have uh, Trevor Lawrence on later today. If uh, we had a uh, hair off, who do you think would win? I think he'd win. Oh, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I, I mean, I had Trevor as a one seed. I had you as a two seed, though. You got to let it go a little bit more. Are you cleaning well, up your I, act? I, appreciate that. I just don't put a whole lot of effort into it. Um, you know, I, I think that it's more so of just a. You know, I wake up, go to work, and 
see what happens. But uh, you know, I think Trevor, he, he's that's a respectful, you know, head of hair. So we got a lot of respect for him. <laughs> he, he, he he flips his hair around a little bit. Like it, it's really important to him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's impressive. <laughs> Uh, what are you doing with Lowe's, uh, the uh, hometown projects? Yeah, well, uh, so this past year, we have actually worked on the Kid City Breezeway project, which turned an unused area into a beautiful outdoor space for an after-school program. Um, and Lowe's home team is a five-year, $100 million investment by Lowe's in the community it serves. Um, so it's been an honor to be a part of it. Awesome. Well, great to talk to you. Hope you have a great off season. The uh, folks from Traeger are here, and uh, they said to say hello. Chad said to say hello. Love those guys. Thank you very much. Keep the mustache, okay? I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. We'll see you. Thank you. Justin Herbert, by the way, now through February 20th, community members can go to Lowe's.com slash hometowns to nominate their hometown projects. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 49ers linebacker, all-pro linebacker. He is uh, Fred Warner, who joins us on behalf of X-Tech Shoulder Pads, the latest uh, pad technology, celebrating its 10 years on the field. Go to xtechpads.com or at xtechpads on Instagram. Let's say hello to the uh, great Niners linebacker, Fred Warner, who comes in. Okay. He's, 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 he's got the pads. He's got the pads on. I like that. All right, looks good. Thank you, thank you. Huh? I had to come out ready to you go. look like you're ready to hit somebody there, Fred. I mean, who wants I like it. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do yeah. that to you. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see you. Yeah, good to be here. Now, thank you, now seriously. we have one 49er fan on our staff. Oh, here. just one? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, had you beaten the Eagles, you might have had a few more. But <laughs> so, so Marvin is a 49er fan. Lifelong fan. I love it. And I gave him a chance to ask Debo yesterday, or two days ago, uh, a question. Okay. And he did horrible. No. Yeah, did horrible. Oh. He stammered, stuttered, <laughs> didn't really ask a question. All right. Would you say it's a fair assessment, Mark? First of all, first wasn't on that, uh, on that poll question of what I would say first. But, look. Oh, look, look, look is what I said you were going to start with Fred. No, no, I said first. First was the first okay. word I said. Okay. Debo wasn't the most uh, talkative. Okay. Right? So yeah. Dan was asking the questions. Marvin, do you have a question? He didn't want to answer your questions. Why would he want to answer my questions? <laughs> because you're the Niner fan. He got to answer your questions. You're the Niner fan. Yeah, but he didn't seem like he was going to talk Okay, so yeah, Debo, like, he more about just, you know, toting the rock and, and running people yeah. over. That's, okay. that's, that's, All right. that's his thing. Yeah. All right, Marv, yeah, my Marv, Marv, you're stolen. No, no, no. You interrupted me. All right. All right. Okay, three, two, one. Here's the big question. Uh-oh. Do you guys ever feel like you guys have true road games because Niner fans travel everywhere? My boys went to a game in Atlanta, and they said it felt like a home game. It felt like San Francisco when you guys were out there. I might be biased, but I think we have the best fans in the league. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, the, <laughs> we call them the faithful because they, they truly they are there no matter what. Um, you know, it does feel like a home game, especially when we go down and play L.A. You know, that's that's our stadium. It's like we just get an extra little home game every season. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, that's the best fans in the league. All right. Well, let's say goodbye to Fred Warner. That's the only reason why we're having him on. Thank you, Fred. Just one question, one and done, Mark. That, that's yeah. it. I'm yeah. from Connecticut, and we just got tons of Connecticut uh, Niners fans, so big fan. Marv, Marv, wow. Marv. That's it. You had one question. That's it. <laughs> oh, but the entire time, oh, he's going to mess it up. Oh, Marvin, oh. oh. That's great. Okay. Well, huh? What's burning his ear? You did ask a question that was close-ended. You didn't say, why are the Niners fans the best in the NFL? 
Because you were like going, hey, you know, Niner fans. And, 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 and I had a friend who said when they went to Atlanta and then, so you just say, why do the Niners have the, the best? Besides, besides L.A., okay. What was the game where you felt like, man, there's more Niners fans Mar- than there are? Marv, no, man, um, no. Marv, no. No, you uh-oh. had one shot. That's it. And I asked it, and he answered. I know, but I mean, it wasn't a great question. You guys have a great question. Let's bring back great. the Niners. Fred Warner, who joins us on the program. Yes, great to see Thank you, Fred. Thank no, you for thank playing you. along. It's a pleasure to be here, seriously. Yeah. Great coverage, linebacker. I do all right. You're okay with that? Yeah, I do okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I was saying to Debo, I thought you were underrated, and he goes, no, he's not. And I went, okay, <laughs> nationally, I think you are. Do you, okay, do you feel, it, it almost feels like you got to sack somebody or have interceptions to get any kind of recognition. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't know the difference if I was nationally known or not, you know, because I don't pay attention to it much, but you're right. I mean, the sacks, the interceptions, those, like, the flat, the splash plays, that's something that, you know, people, uh, kind of no players for more. Um, I feel like down in and down out, there's nobody better. Explain to me why Travis Kelsey's always open. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. But he, he, but he is, he he, doesn't strike me as being fast or quick. He's sneaky fast. He's sneaky quick. Okay. But I don't know. He's just, he's just a big body. He's obviously played the game a long time now. He's savvy with, with the way that he runs his routes. You know, you got to double him. You know that's just kind of that's just who he is. That's where he's at in, in his in his career right now, where he's that good. You got to double him. And the teams that don't, it's like, what are you doing? You know, I see guys put DNs on him. Uh, you know, stand up DNs, trying to put put him on him in coverage. Uh, you know, you got you got your DBs and linebackers. It's, it's kind of a mismatch, no matter who you put on him. Yeah, the best tight end you've you've uh, faced in your career is who? Probably every day of practice, George Kittle. Yeah. Yeah. Is he calculated or crazy? <laughs> a little bit. Is he both? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if people knew George more, like there's more to him than just being like a, a psycho, you know. Like <laughs> everybody, everybody, you know, sees like the Joker and you know having the having fun. But like, I mean, there's there's real depth to him, like in the way that he approaches the game, and um, you know, he hands out these little these little cards that have sayings on, sayings on them. Um, you know, and like, like the real deal for sure. He's like a kid. Yeah. A lot of times, but like a kid who's had a lot of candy. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's just kind of wild out there. There's a lot of energy. Yeah. Too yeah. much candy. For Although sure. Debo, when he was on, did say you're the one guy in practice who doesn't take a playoff and never. It's always a hundred percent. Man, was Debo talking about me the whole interview? A little bit. A little, well, he didn't want to talk back. about him, okay. and he didn't want to talk about the quarterbacking situation. So I'm like, uh, understandably, yeah. yeah. I, I did ask him. I said, "Who do you want as the quarterback?" And what did he say? He took a drink of water. <laughs> he didn't say. Okay. Any t- you don't have any water. Who do you want as the quarterback See, next now, season? I'm not the one catching the passes. You know, if Debo, if anybody was going to answer the question, it got to be Debo. No, but you're on the sidelines and you're hoping that offense scores some points. Absolutely. So you're, you're not you're not lying about that. I want whoever's going to give us the best chance to win. Okay. Did you see this from Brock Purdy in practice? Be honest. Yeah. During the course of the year, before yeah. he took over, did you know? How did you view Brock Purdy? Um, I, I 
I was a fan of his, and you can ask anybody in the in the facility, anybody in that in that building. Like I was a fan of his from day one. I can ask anybody, anybody, anybody. Yeah. All right. I was a fan of like his. Sarah, who is the receptionist. If I said Fred Warren, <laughs> she, big fan. She's like, wait, did you know that Fred would like walk by and be talking about Brock Purdy under his breath? Like, what? I, I don't know what I don't know what the problem is, but I mean, come on, like, what's up with him? But the, once you saw Christian McCaffrey go into the game, mm. what did you? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the funniest story about that. The funniest story about that is I'm at the, when when the news broke that we were getting Christian McCaffrey. I'm at my house getting my hair cut, and my barber he's a huge Niner fan. Shout out Jr. And uh, he's he's cutting my hair and he gets an alert on his phone. He's like, "Bro, you guys just got Christian McCaffrey." I'm like, "No, no, we didn't, man. What are you talking about?" And he's like, yes, bro, look, it's on ESPN. And we're both going crazy. Like, we're in the house jumping up and down. Like, you know, obviously that's like as big of a blockbuster trade as as it comes. But when he goes into the game, Johnson goes down, Brock goes down, and you see Christian McCaffrey is your quarterback. Yeah. He's got the armband on, and you're thinking, what? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, yeah, dude, it it was as – crazy of a situation as I've it just ever seen. felt so unfair yeah because even you know Diebels said Ayuk was wide open on the play that uh, that he that Brock got hurt. got hurt yeah so he probably would have thrown a touchdown pass probably in yeah. that situation yeah I mean it's so tough to look back like and be like oh coulda shoulda woulda and what could have happened and stuff it is honestly like the worst luck that we could have had you gonna watch the Super Bowl yeah I'll watch you care do I care about who, who wins? wins? No. Why are you watching? <laughs> because I'm a I'm a football fan. You know I'm I, I I live and breathe it. You know I this is my thing. So I'm a watch. Yeah. See, that would be tough. Well, you you can't root for the Eagles. See, yeah, I'm not rooting for either team. Don't, okay. don't get me don't <laughs> get me wrong. Like, okay. I, I dislike both teams obviously now because there's 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 rich history now between obviously losing to the the both teams in uh, big time games, but. Yeah, no, I mean, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. Um, it does hurt. You know, being here hurts. I, I remember I was I was over by the stadium yesterday and kind of seeing it all dressed up. Um, you know, for the longest time, like, I was – that was my mindset was I was going to be here, you know, Super Bowl 57, February 12th, like, had it written down, you know, and obviously not to be in it. It sucks. He's uh, Fred Warner, the uh, Niners linebacker, two-time All-Pro. I have this suggestion for the Pro Bowl that if you're going to put it on your resume – Sure. You only get the initial vote that said that you're a Pro Bowl, not an alternate. Oh. Alternate doesn't get to go on your resume. Okay. Because, you know, yet Tyler Huntley, who got to go to the Pro Bowl. Right. He threw two, he threw two more touchdowns than I did this year, Fred. <laughs> I so, understand. So I think I it should be just that first team that's announced, then you can put it on your resume. Everybody else is just somebody who is a – uh, added to the roster, competing at the uh, the Pro Bowl festivities. That's an interesting take. I think I think there should be something next to your name, even if you are an alternate. But may, there should be like a distinction, right? Because right now there's no distinction of like if you were the initial Pro Bowl or if you were an alternate. You know, there should be kind of like a a distinction, you know, next to your name if you are. Do you get anything for being All Pro? Um, 
more money in your contract. Oh. <laughs> Do you have bonuses in there for all pro? No, 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 no bonus. I'm talking about like when you come to the table. Oh. Like that's a, that's obviously a nice thing to have. But they don't give you a plaque or anything or I don't a jacket think so, or no. a sweatshirt or football? Or? Uh-uh. They just give you a tweet on Twitter. That's saying, it. Saying you, you made it, yeah. Huh? Uh, who do you pattern your game after? Uh, Bobby Wagner. Oh. Yeah, no, when I was in college at BYU, that's the only guy I watched. I mean, he was the he was the model of what, you know, what it is to play Mike Backer in this league when I was coming out. Um, you know, and then obviously when I got drafted to the Niners, seeing him twice a year and watching him cl- even more closely and then becoming friends, exchanging numbers, and, like, now he's like a big brother to me. Like, him being, like I could text him and he'll, he'll respond back and let me know whatever. How cool is that, though? So cool. If I would have told you in college, by the way, kidding me? that dude is going to be a mentor. He's going to be your buddy. I'd have never believed it. A lot of the things I see these days. I mean, I was back at the Pro Bowl last week. Ray Lewis, 52, comes, grabs me. He's like, hey, starts starts giving me game, like just talking to me on the side about what I need to do in my pass coverage and, and all these type of things. And I'm like, this is Ray Lewis. Like, are you kidding me? Like, bro, like, come on. Like, it's, it's surreal. So... Uh, you know, stuff like that. I get I get starstruck all the time. Peyton Manning's in the in the locker room before you know we were warming up. Are you and getting stuff. pictures with these guys? Yeah, I'll show you right now. I got a picture uh, with Peyton in the, in the locker room. Did you get one with Ray? Oh, see, I don't think I got one with Ray. No. Maybe somebody took a picture. I think there's there's, there's plenty of pictures places. Because yeah. I don't know what's cool or not. Like, would you exchange jerseys with like a quarterback in the league right, that's playing right now? Yeah, absolutely. Have you done that? Um, I don't think so. I really wanted to ask Tom Brady for his, but I'm like, ah, it's kind of. What, you know what? You guys were all getting in line to get the green <laughs> Greenlaws. It looked like an autograph. Right. So you know, like, right. hey, Tom's here to yeah. sign autographs. Come Literally, on, guys. I know. So like, you guys were like, all geeking out. I'm like, this probably isn't the best time to ask for his jersey. After we're, we're demanding signatures on the interception balls, you know. So I'm like, probably not the best timing. I, I think he was so surprised. That he that's why he signed it. Yeah, because he was like, wait, wait, what? And and then I think he's done it before, and he's probably used to it by now. We usually do that in private. Yeah, you don't do that out on the field. And he was mic'd up, so like you could see the whole interaction. It's all it's on camera. Yeah. Did you give him a hard time for asking Brady for his autograph? (laughs) Oh no, I'm the one who. Who told him to do it? Oh, you did. We're on the sideline. <laughs> we're on the sideline, okay. and I'm sitting there. You know, we've been pulled out of the game at this point. We're blowing him out, and I'm like, "Are hey, you gonna get your ball signed by Tom Brady?" He's like, "Nah, probably." Not. I'm like, "Bro, how do you like? We don't know when the, the next time we're gonna play this guy is. You need to, you need so to do you're it. You're responsible for this. We 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 talked about it, and we I rolled up there with him <laughs> to make sure he wasn't out there alone. <laughs> you know, it was a great moment. Seriously. Oh, you know, how many times can you ask somebody like that? Hall of Famer, the goat, and then the goat. You got, you got a uh... seeing him up close, like, like this, this, this microphone is him, and this is me. Like we're this close, you know. It was. But during the game, did you hit him? I think I got, I think I got a little, I got a little hit on him. Okay. One time, did he? But you can't hit him too. I think it was actually like this. Oh, you just tapped him. You just tap, yeah. You just got to tap him, like as he's going down, you give him a little tap. You know, you don't want to flag or nothing. So, uh, and he likes to yell back at you. Yeah, you know what? He didn't do that. It didn't matter at that point, probably. Uh, you only yell back when you're winning, and uh, they weren't winning that whole game. Uh, so. Tell me about the uh, X-Tech pads uh, that you have, because it's amazing. When you look at the old like NFL films, and guys had these big pads Huge now. Huge pads. Like, you guys, and these look like Pop Warner. My, my coach, Johnny Holland, he played way back in the day. He shows highlights of these humongous pads on. 
And I think that's the best part about our game now is we've evolved into just, you know, X-Tech, these pads that you you don't even feel like you have them on when I'm out there. That's like the number one thing for a linebacker is your shoulder pads, right? Because I'm delivering hits, delivering blows, and you want something that has protection and performance, you know, something that you can, when you're running around, it feels like you have nothing on. And you watch, you watch the NFL Honors last night? Uh, some of the highlights. Some of the highlights? You guys watch? Yeah, so the Offensive Player of the Year, Defense Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, Nick Bosa, like these are the top guys in the league, and they all wear these pads. You know, myself, Josh Jacobs, who's one of the – he's, you know, in my opinion, the best running back in the league this past season. He wears these pads, and we all wear them because of the performance, and we know that we're going to be protected out there on the field. Um, all the top colleges, high schools, they wear them. And, uh, you know, I think they do a great job. Bob over here, he's on the side. He came, he came to the 49ers and fitted me my first year, my, you know, when I was a little pup uh, coming out of BYU, fitted me with custom pads, and, I, you know, I still – um, I'm rocking X Tech because I, I believe in them. Did you bring enough for all of us? Um, I don't know. Do we have some? We got some on the side. Nice. We, can, we can run one-on-one drills right here on this little this little green mat that we got on the ground. Are you? Could you take all four of my guys right now? Um, mm, four on one is maybe. Okay. Yeah. We can try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did my stretches this morning. Does anybody warm. come up to you and want you to hit them? No, not at all. They're smarter than that. <laughs> we're, we're not. These guys are. They, they'd like to get popped here. Um, hey, congrats on the season. Obviously, didn't end the way you thought, but um, great to have you on. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Great to it. have it's you on. Pleasure. And, and Marvin. Yeah, Marvin. Best linebacker. We're going to get a picture out of this, man. It's my guy right here. Bang, 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 yeah, bang, 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 we're going to take a break. By the way, if you uh, want to stick around, we have food coming off the Traeger Grill over there. Come on, are you kidding me? We, we cooked a hog all night long. Really? Yeah. All we, right. we had people sleep here last night, <laughs> all right. and they, they had the Traeger Grill on, and they cooked a whole hog. Wow, i got to so get So if you'd that. like to have some food, we'll, we'll pull it off the grill. I, you know, it'd be my pleasure. He is Fred Warner of the uh, Niners, the X-Tech shoulder pads. You can go to xtechpads.com or at xtechpads uh, on Instagram. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.